Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, hey, everybody. It is Forbes Riley. I am finally back in my studio. It has been the end of a very, very long summer. Uh, I live in Florida, but somehow I like to work in California. Yeah, and the two don't seem to be getting any closer to each other. I think I made three trips out to L.A. I'm going back out next week. Um, All is good. All is amazing, but it feels good to be home. Uh, If you listen to this live and you've got children, you know it is back to school, which to me is... It's kind of confusing. I have two juniors. couple things. Number one, so glad I'm not in high school. I mean, I would like to be a little younger, but I'm glad I'm not in high school. <laughs> My kids came home after just four days with enough homework to keep them busy all day and all night. My daughter was crying last night, and it's like, oh, my God, baby, I am so sorry. And this is a little girl who already makes money on the Internet, has businesses. She's like, Mom, seriously, AP World History? I, I, can't I just open my phone anytime and learn facts? Why do I have to know all this and read all these chapters? And part of my heart and soul, 30 or 40 years since I was in high school, is going, I don't know. You know how they always tell you, oh, well, you'll need all those things. No, no, never used algebra in my life or calculus or even chemistry. Now, I understand chemistry might be like, well, no, but you need it when you make a recipe. Yeah, no, as long as you know a half a cup and a full cup and a teaspoon, that's all the chemistry I've ever done. Ever, ever, ever. Making up my face in the morning might be considered a chemistry experiment. I don't know. But I'm trying to figure out when did I ever combine ions and the element chart or cutting open a frog. And so my sounding kind of angry about it, I kind of am because part of me feels like we have put things on our society that just don't make sense. Now, I have a podcast later tonight that I started with a girlfriend of mine called Wake the F Up. You can add in the other three letters. Wake the F up because there are things that just don't make sense that are happening every day to us that we don't stand up for. And if I'm sounding a little aggressive and angry, I just think I am. I'm normally a very nice person, but you push a nice person and they're liable to do something crazy. So that's what I'm feeling. And high school all of a sudden made my life as a mother nuts. Uh, That and my poor kids have to get up at 630 in the morning. Come on, I'm an adult. I haven't seen 6.30 since the night before. No, it's not true. I shouldn't say that. My kids should not hear me saying this. Uh, but it's true. You know. And then making them lunch and doing all this. But I will tell you something. I was sharing with someone the other day. If you are of a certain age and you're debating if you should have children, if you've ever wanted them, don't miss out on this. It is by far the coolest thing I have ever done with my life was raising two amazing kids from the moment they popped out to now they're 16-year-old juniors. And one's a boy, one's a girl. And I've learned so much from them about values and life and what's really important. At the end of the day, it is about relationships. And I don't think I truly understood this as much as I understand them. And I'm going to start to cry because my daughter said something very emotional yesterday. She said, Mom, does it bother you that most of my life is ahead of me and you're not going to be here to see it? I was like, well, okay, whoa, let's back up. Where am I going? I know. I was like, I'm not leaving anytime soon, at least I don't think. But we've had a lot of people die on us lately. And I think we're both. We're all trying to go, how do you get ready for that moment? She's like, how do I, you know, how do I deal with it? Because it's, you know, it's probably going to happen. I'm like, okay, I, can I just love you? Can I just deal with lunch money right now? And one thing at a time. All right, but speaking about families, today's show focuses a lot on families. And I want to give a big shout out to Carly, who uh, in New York makes a lot of my show happen. She puts together the most amazing guests. She works very hard. And it's always that unsung hero that you just, need to acknowledge every once in a while. I love being out in front, but it, it's too easy for me. So Carly, I love you guys very, very much. And, uh, and so we're going to start with a, a couple who have the most amazing backdrop. If you're looking at them on Facebook, they look, I don't actually know what city that is. It's a giant ball on a stick. Uh, I, have a, I have something like that at home in my bathroom, but I don't think it's for the same thing that that is standing in. No, I made you blush, didn't I? Dallas. It's Dallas. Oh my gosh, Really? Yes. See, if I had known that, I might not have invited you guys. See, I have a problem. <laughs> when I was 16, I was in the Miss Teenage America pageant, and I didn't know anything about etiquette or how to dress or walk or talk because in New York, come on, we're talking like this, right? We have our own sense of right and wrong. Yes. And, uh, and that was the Miss Dallas one because you guys, you had all the manners and the way you walk. And you're also sweet. There are like three syllables of the word sweet. It's like, <laughs> you're so sweet. And like, 
what are you talking about? What is sweet? Like, well, what's what's sweet? Sweet's like what you put in your coffee. Yeah, right. So my first guest, now that I've insulted the city they live in, <laughs> and they're like, what did I sign up for? I want you to welcome Mark and Tamil Kennedy. They are amazingly seasoned real estate experts. They they really they founded a company called Think Multifamily, which let me tell you something. If you at all want to make money, keep your money, you want to hear this part of my show. And then I've got Andrew and Jesse coming up in a little bit. But right now, all the way from Dallas, Texas, give a round and round of applause for Mark and Tamil. Glad to be here. Hey, so let's start with, uh, do you guys have kids? We do. Mm-hmm. We have an 11-year-old and a 14-year-old. So they're just going into sixth grade and ninth grade. But and how are you? I'm assuming you have twins? I do. Boy and girl, they're both uh, 16 years old. We're both twins. Tamil's a twin. I'm a twin. Are you kidding me? Yeah. All right. So boy, girl, boy, girl, or how does that work for you guys? Um, girl, he's, girl, he's boy, He's an identical boy. twin. I'm a fraternal <laughs> twin with a girl. Oh my gosh. That must've been such a fun, like first date uncovering all of that, huh? Uh, well, it was because we were twins. That was our reason why we were set up. <laughs> I um, thought we were going to arrange marriage. <laughs> at least us. So fun. Yeah. Wow. All right. So any insight into twin health? Because one of the things is when you've got kids of different ages, at least you can get it wrong the first time and try and correct it. But in my case, it all happens all at the same time. Right. Yeah. I mean, we were, I was uh, six of seven kids. My brother was seven. So we don't have much luck (laughs) helping you on uh, the twin factor. As long as they're close, they love each other. That's the main thing. They'll be friends forever. Well, that and that I think is amazing. So you guys met, have kids of your own. Have you started school yet? Yes, we started last week. And how is all that getting back for you guys? Is it a little bit of a shift from summer? Not bad. Similar to you as far as, you know, the way you opened. I mean, we look at it going, hey, the first day they don't do anything. I said, what did you learn today? Uh, Nothing. We sat in class all day. And, you know, last year, the end of the year, last three days of school, they told my son not to bring his book bag. And I said, you don't need to go to school. (laughs) And he didn't. Well, so that is an interesting conversation, truly, about uh, the value of school and certainly the value of college is becoming a very interesting conversation. So you guys, what did you do before you got into real estate? Uh, I was a CPA and an IT consultant. I was an executive admin and then a registered nurse. And so you guys got together and tell me how this happened. What was the shift to multifamily owners? Uh, So we started buying 26 years ago, senior in college. Small. Yeah. And then did IT and got really busy and got to the point where I was working. I was working about 85 hours a week, usually at least. Uh, ignored my wife or, and she didn't like it for some reason. I'm not sure why, but she didn't. We've been married and, for over 24 years. So. Yeah. Um, but it caused a lot of problems. It did family wise. So to me, it was like, you need to do something different. I said, well, let's do real estate, do bigger deals. And it took us a while. And in 2013, we started doing that and we got to work together full time. And we, we bought over 5,000 units since then. Oh my gosh. Well, I've got a young man here who just got out of the military and he's actually very excited. That's one of his goals. Ah, what? <laughs> well, talk to me. Let's hook everybody up. What kind of advice could you give somebody about how to get started? Um, what's some of the pitfalls to watch out for? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is a lot of people think they have to know everything before they start. So it's like any, any topic. I need to know everything before I actually start. Just get in there and start going to events. You know, we, we were at an event you were at here in the Pacific Northwest, right? You were there. We were there. Oh, that's oh, so you went to Toronto. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. But we go to a lot of events, go to meetups, listen to podcasts, uh, read books. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to have someone that's done it before and been through it, learned. Um, you so learn. One of the things you're suggesting is that you get a mentor, somebody who's already done this to ask them questions. Yes. It and just accelerates how quickly you can go. So there's, there's, um, kind of a, a myth in my mind that you can totally do this on your own. You can just do a single family. Then you can go to a, a duplex and a quad and eventually get to apartments. But in our, in our experience, in our opinion, starting off in apartments is like the best way to go, but you really do need somebody who's been there before to kind of walk you through all the obstacles that might happen along the way. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys have been there. So are you now writing books and doing podcasts for those of us who have not ventured forward? We are. We do coaching. Um, we have a podcast that will be launching. And, you know, the biggest thing we teach people is, is to try to find try to find something they're good at, some sort of skill set. They're probably born with a skill set. Maybe they're analytical. Maybe they, they're personable, can raise money, things like that. Find something you're really good at, become even better at it, 
and add value to other people. And that's how you're going to get into somebody else's deal. All right. So let's start out with, and I've got two minutes before my first break. Uh, I've got some cash in my pocket. How much do I need to start with, by the way? Typically to invest as a, like a passive investor is usually 50 to a hundred thousand, depending on the deal. So you had that much in college? No. No, we, we, we didn't syndicate. My brother and I bought smaller properties. First property we bought was $36,000 for, for, for a duplex. And, uh, so, that way. So, so you're saying that you might want to need 50000 to start with? Is that like what, one of the things you're telling us? Yeah, if you want to be a passive investor, if you want to start, it'd be active like what we do, go buy properties. Reality is you can start with zero. It's always easier with money. No question about it. But we have examples of people that started with no money at all, and they're able to buy 100-plus unit properties. Okay, that's what I want to hear, and I think that's in my audience, because you're one of the first people I've ever had on my podcast in 10 years to have this conversation. So I want to kind of dive a little deeper into it. We're going to be back. We've got a quick little break here. But when we come back, I want to assume I've got zero to 5000 in my pocket, but I've got a real passion to look. I want to build up. In fact, I'm even going to bring Jared in as one of my guests, because this is what he literally just got out of the Army. His dream is big, and we'll share that with you guys. And let's see if we can't get, I want to hear some massive case studies, okay? So you got those in your head. Guys, if you're listening, uh, you're watching or listening to The Forbes Factor, make sure you're on, you're on Facebook right now as well so you can see all of us. I'm in my TV studio. I'll show you a little tour in a minute. Uh, but we will be right back. Don't go away and say hi to my wonderful sponsors for me. Mwah. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just 5 minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit BuySpinGym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294- 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Today we are real estate net. Yes, we're back from, from uh, our summer break into it. 
And I have a very special guest. He just got out of the service. His name is Jared Fenderson, and he was one of my students at Forbes Factor. By the way, what do you think of my Forbes Factor training? Forbes Factor training, it's probably, I've paid tens of thousands of dollars for training, and I got to say, there, there's no value that beats Forbes Factor. Why? Because this is an experience, she makes it very personable. You go home feeling like you can conquer the world, and she gives you the tools to make that happen. Yeah, it is a five-day training I do here in my studio. Uh, if you can see, uh, it's kind of hard, but we're in my television studio here. It's actually kind of massive. It's a 5,000-square-foot building, and, uh, and we're actually in the studio right now having this conversation. But if you want to go to www.ForbesFactorLive.com, in a five-day training, I take people who have been stuck in their life, personal business, and we just explore that, don't we? Absolutely. You see unbelievable breakthroughs. You see people becoming who they were always destined to be. But I do think that if you don't have a coach outside of what we call coffee in the cup, you will never get to your full potential because you will never push yourself as hard as somebody who loves you. In fact, I think the thing I say in class is that a friend loves you the way you are. I love you way too much to leave you that way. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, I, can, I see people, I see things for people that they never see for themselves, and I have the love and passion of people to want to push you. And it, there's definitely a bit of tough love, yeah? Absolutely. Every once in a while, a bit of crying. Did you cry? I'm like, come on, Mr. I, I, I cried one good time. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, but let me share. What happened because of that? Seriously. Yeah, like, I, I went home, and I was like, man, I really got to, you know, first of all, I, I realized that I was capable of a lot more than I allowed myself to believe. And then once when I started believing in what I was actually truly able to do, and I started doing it, I start seeing massive results. You know, the first step, you know, is, is the easiest and the hardest step. It's, it's knowing that you can. And so, and I, you know, I just I love doing that with people. So I've got one more this year, September 27th to October 1st. If you're in the sound of my voice, you ought to seriously check it out. Well, so then Jared gets out of the service and he says, look, when I'm done, I'm committed to coming down here to Florida to helping you. And he's been down here for two days. I've been working you like crazy. Evan, but have, have you already learned? Don't keep moving away from me. Get over here. Um, have you learned some stuff so far? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just the, the, the general gist of how to set up a company, what it takes to run a company and, and how to, you know, promote and all kinds of intricacies that I wouldn't have known had I not been here. Good. So he comes to me and he says, first thing when I said, what is it that you really want? I said, I want to own properties. How many did you say you want to own? Take two steps. A, a million properties. That's the goal. <laughs> okay, but, but, you said with, but you did use the number 5,000 at some point, didn't yes, you? Yes, yes. So I have on my show today, because that's how we manifest. In my world, things manifest that fast. I have a couple who said they actually own 5,000 multifamily properties. How do you feel about that? That is fantastic. That is, that is a goal as well. So the question now is, I've got zero to five, ten thousand dollars in my pocket, and I said, I want to own something. You've got case study after case study. How do we get started? Yeah. So, Jared, first, thanks for your service. Really, really, really appreciate it. It's awesome. We have a number of military people in our in our group coaching, so it's it's great to have you on the call. One right. of our first students was actually Eli, who's got two years left in his military service, and um, he started coaching with us before we officially had a coaching program while he was deployed. So he was kind of like our guinea pig for all of our training and our data analyzer. And can you understand this? Is it broken down enough? Where do we need to adjust it? So we are a huge fan of our, our military guys. Yeah. So so basically, some things require money, right? We can't we can't ignore that. But there are a lot of people that aren't in a position to have money, like your your example for if they have five thousand or they have zero, whatever the number might be. There are several things you can do to get involved in a deal. Hustle is great for sure. But hustle by itself, without it doesn't add value in my mind, right? You still need to be, become educated. And we talk to people and they say, well, I ask them, we have a breakthrough session, say, what have you done before? And they're like, well, I, I haven't researched anything yet. And it's like, you're not, not ready. you're not ready. I mean, you haven't even Googled, you haven't listened to podcasts, you haven't done anything. So first of all, get educated as much as possible, go to events, meet people. But as far as things you can do, you can find deals. So that's a big value add to somebody that's been doing deals. If you want to hustle and find deals for somebody and you become part of the deal, which you can do. Uh, the second one is if you are analytical at all, or you think you can be, is to analyze deals. So analyzing multifamily is much, much different. I wouldn't say it's hard, but it's very different. But you can it's a skill set you can learn, and you don't have to have any money to do that. So find deals, analyze deals. The third one that doesn't require you to have any money is to go out and get money from other people. And get money's relative, right? You're, pre you're presenting them with an opportunity. It really is an opportunity they're not aware of. Way better than the stock market is a general statement. Way better returns, safer, all those things. So if you can find deals, analyze deals, or, you know, 
raise capital. We have a guy, 27 years old, did four deals. He found four deals. He didn't have a dime. You can ask him. His name's Patrick Duffy. Didn't have a dime. Um, we raised all the capital on deals. He found them. He analyzed them. 27, four deals in a year. Quit his job. Um, he's doing it full time now, and he's 28 now, or whatever. So, when you find a deal and you put the capital together, what kind of structure do you have that you get money out of that or, or ownership of the property? How does that work? Yeah, so everyone does a little different. We file pretty pretty similar. What we do is we take a, a 70 30 split after the investors get the first 8%. So, investors get 8% first, not capped though. Anything above that, we split. The investor gets 70%. Anything above eight, we get 30% of that. We also take a 2% uh, one-time acquisition fee off the purchase price. So if Jared came in and added value on somebody else's deal, and even though he might not have that, the full deal on his own, he did a part of it, he'd get compensated for his value. And then we have a re- refinance or a sale, uh, things like that, or and also something called asset management where you kind of oversee a third party property management company, which is usually one and a half to 2% of revenue. So I know it's a lot of different things, but reality is you're not going to retire. You're not gonna, over one deal. You start doing a few deals. You can really see where the money adds up and it can be pretty significant. So that's exciting to me. I know we're going to run out of time because I've got one of my next guests who just popped in. We'll say hi to Andrew, but not introduce him just yet. Um, do you guys teach and coach this now? We, we do. do. So we started last year and we did uh 20 deals that year, 2,500 units, 180 million of deals, first year of coaching. So smallest wow. deal I did was 90 units. That was a small deal. Well, that's nice. So I'm going to take a little percentage of introducing you to my entire audience. So <laughs> we're, we're, all, hey, we're all for win-win situations. <laughs> well, actually, I'm actually very excited about this because one of the things that gets to come out of this show is unbelievable relationships. Like I said, I do my own workshops, but it'd be fun to have you guys pop in and do some educating because I get people all fired up to be the very best version of themselves. But perhaps we can do a little JV here where we then turn them on to the real estate world. I'm certainly in it and I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not necessarily very good at it. My, uh, my ex-husband's been, you know, we're still together <laughs> for that reason because he handles that. I get everyone all excited and he just closes it down. But <laughs> I need to introduce my people to quality teams of people so that they can do exactly. Absolutely. I mean, they sound exactly right. You don't exactly. And I got a question for you guys. What are you guys a buy and hold type position or what is your strategy for uh, what do you teach? Exactly. So we syndicate, which means we have other investors in it, but reality is we like to buy and hold. Um, if we meet our business plan, if you can't meet your business plan in the time frame, then you need to look at selling or if the property has characteristics that you don't like, maybe early on you buy a property, it's 1970, flat roof, it's called a chiller assist, it has characteristics you don't like. And now you're like, well, I'm past that point in time. I want to sell that property and buy something better. But I, I like doing a refinance. We did like six refinances, pulled out one deal, 14 months. We pulled out 80, 87% of our money in 14 months, returned 87% to the investors, still have the property, still cash flowing, still own it. I mean, yeah, so you'd like doing HELOCs and, and things of that nature just to- yeah, it's a little different than a HELOC, but it's similar. It's called supplemental loan or refi, but yeah, it's similar to a HELOC. I'm feeling like a match made in heaven here. Yes, All right. Awesome. So now you guys made me fall in love with Dallas. Okay. <laughs> it's only taken 40 years for me to come back around. <laughs> Actually, I've been down there a couple of times. There's some amazing people in Texas. I've got some partners in Plano, Texas, and um, I'm loving it. So we've got three minutes to a break. I would love So, how do people hear about you? How do we how do they learn more about you? They can connect with us through our website at thinkmultifamily.com. They can also reach out to me personally at Tammy, T-A-M-I, at thinkmultifamily.com or Mark, M-A-R-K, at thinkmultifamily.com. We also have- yeah, I'm thinking multifamily. I'm thinking multifamily. I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's people. You know what? Well, hang on just a little bit because I like the panel part of this. So Mr. Andrew McShay, because he's got a very interesting business model. He has the word empathy in his business plan, and that is not a word that I ever hear. I remember sympathy or compassion, but empathy is a big one. Please welcome Mr. Andrew McShay to the show. Woo! How you doing? Hey, we are good, Andrew. Where are you located? Uh, Seattle, Washington, just outside of Seattle. Nice. I was just there. That's actually where I met Mark and Tammy. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, we were up at a big real estate thing up there. I spoke at a big convention. Tell everybody what you do, my friend. Yeah, so I am an entrepreneur. I was an executive in uh, corporate America for about 14 years, but I've also had businesses on the side. And I actually coach business owners, entrepreneurs on how to use empathy and edge to win in business. And like you said, the word empathy doesn't be, isn't used as much in business, uh, but I found that it's actually the key to being successful. 
Well, you got to explain to people then what is your definition of empathy? Yeah. So, well, you hear like in business, for the most part, you see that there's edge. Like there's just, well, the word business comes with the idea of having an edge and you hear like cutthroat corporate America, things like that. But with empathy, ultimately, if you're trying to influence people, whether you're trying to influence people you're leading or you're trying to influence a customer to make a buying decision, at the root of that is trust. You can't influence people without having some foundation of trust. And what I found was, is I actually, I haven't had empathy my whole life. I actually, for quite a while, did not have empathy. Some things that happened in my life made me have really hard exterior. It was in there. It was hidden away. Because I think we're all born with that as kids. Um, but, you know, things happen to us throughout the years. And so I grew this hard exterior and stopped having empathy for people. And I struggled badly as a salesperson, as a leader in business, to lead people, to influence people, because I had no empathy. And so my definition of empathy is, can you actually put yourself in someone else's shoes and understand what they've been through, their problems, their pains, what they're going through now, what they've been through in the past? If you cannot, you can't help them. You can't change them. You can't influence them without actually taking a, you know, a walk in their shoes. And so for me, I struggled badly as a salesperson, as a leader, and I had a couple of marker moments in my life that helped me shift that. I'm not a big one on talking. I'm a big one on actually taking action. So help me understand, because I was really taught that unless you're in Star Trek and you can be empathetic, you can't really feel that. How do you, what process do you put people through to discover a level of empathy? Because I agree with you, it's needed, but I don't know that most people ever really find it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think the first thing is they actually have to get in touch with themselves and share vulnerability with other people. Like that's the first step, in my opinion, is actually being vulnerable with other people and sharing what you've been through, your problems and pains. You look like a pretty big burly guy with a big (laughs) beard up there in the Northwest. Explain to me how you are being empathetic. Come on, something happened for you, didn't it, that you discovered this? What was that? Well, it was actually a, a marker moment for me that shifted this for me was with my wife. It wasn't even in business. You know, uh, I grew up uh, in the Northeast. I grew up in Boston. I went to school in New York near Long Island. Um, that's where you're from, right? You um, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I grew up in the Northeast and I grew up in an Irish Italian family. And when we got into disagreements in our house, we would just fight through it. I mean, it just, you would fight through the argument until it was over. That's what I grew up in. Yes, yes. <laughs> so my wife and I, you know, we get married and like any relationship, there's arguments, there's disagreements. And I would lean into the argument. I would lean into the conversation and like, we're getting through this thing. We're not going to bed till it's over type of thing. And I could feel though, I could feel my wife leaning away and I could never understand it. I could never understand why is she pulling away? Like, we've got to get through this disagreement. We're going to get through this conversation. And about seven years ago, I found out why. So she was actually sexually assaulted in high school. And that assault happened from a man who has similar personality to me, very kind of boisterous and a big personality, burly type of guy. And although she loved me and we got married, when we would get into disagreements or arguments, it would trigger a memory of that sexual assault that happened to her in high school. So for me, I never understood what was going on, why she was pulling away. Then I was actually, okay, now I understand like, I understand what she's been through and why she's pulling away. I'm going to take a moment and actually applaud you because, uh, and Jared is here as a testimony. Um, I teach a thing called Forbes Factors, five-day training. I've been doing it for about eight years. And it is set up as a business breakthrough training because I, I've made a lot of money. I've propelled a lot of people's careers. Um, but I also, just like you discovered, it's fascinating that you guys discovered it on your own. And I'm very proud of you because most people that you look at, you do not know that they've been sexually molested, abused frustrated in whatever way. And it doesn't matter what happened to somebody. It's the decision that they made about life based on it. Because I've got a girl who was raped in every single foster home that she was in. That's no worse than the one girl who had one moment where it deviated from what she wanted it to be. And we actually break through all that. And I've discovered in my training, about 85% of the people who come to me have had that happen to them on some level, men and women. And I'm going to share something with you. It doesn't surprise me, but it does devastate me. Yeah. And I've actually committed my life to doing Forbes Factor. So, Andrew, I'm going to tell you, because I don't want to run out of time. It's an amazing story that uh, if you are hearing what Andrew's saying and you are someone, I mean, I literally just met a woman in Dallas, Texas. I did a thing with her in public where she admitted she'd already lost 200 pounds and she admitted to everybody in the room after this process that she'd been raped when she was nine years old at a camping 
thing by a, you know, a security guard and she never told anybody until that moment. I'm going to share with you, if you're somebody who's hiding, uh, it will eat away your life. You have got to come to some level of honesty with yourself and others. Otherwise, what happened to Andrew is amazing that you guys stayed together and that mm -hmm. you figured that out because most people never do. They, they disintegrate. They divorce. They get unhappy. They drink over. They do all kinds of things rather than just come to understand what happened and go through it. So I'm going to applaud you and your wife for that. Thank you. No, thank you. And it, and it shifted our marriage. It absolutely shifted our communication, our marriage. And so that was, I had other turning points in business around learning to become more empathetic, but that was the one that absolutely changed me of, okay, now when you can actually understand what someone's been through, there's situations as horrific as that. There's, there's things that change people's lives that maybe aren't as horrific, but people have gone through experiences in their life. Can and I ask you a question? Because uh, I, I, again, I, I get so excited by what we're actually talking about. What was your reaction to what happened to her? How did you feel as a husband, as a man, as a partner? I mean, I was bawling, crying, you know, just sad for what she went through, um, kind of guilty for like always leaning into those conversations, not knowing how it was making her feel, you know? So there was a level of guilt. Um, there was a level of anger for sure, a level of sadness. Um, those were really the main three feelings I had at that moment. And how did you experience her change? Yeah, it was, that just opened up. You know, for her, sharing that, I think, brought out another power in her as a woman. You know, she's an incredibly powerful woman, and she was in the first place. But now sharing that story, um, I think it, it actually, she has actually a social media following. It just it connected her with so many people, like, oh, my gosh, I've gone through the same thing. So her level of connection with other people has been deeper. Mark and Tammy, how are you uh, perceiving this conversation so far? It's phenomenal. I'm getting emotional, frankly, and I don't normally, frankly, too much. But uh, and I, I'm huge into like trying to connect with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So I, I even see it transferring what you do, Andrew, into our business because it's important to contact or connect with every single investor, every single person that comes to our events. Because if we don't know where they're coming from, where their pain points are, we're not really going to be able to connect with them on their level. Mm -hmm. You know, it's fun. It's uh, it's interesting because through Forbes Factor, we actually had a, a woman uh, from Tennessee reveal that she'd been sexually trafficked, and part of meeting me at an event because she was hiding behind all of these things and my whatever training I do, whatever love I have, uh, whatever I break through to people like Andrew did to his wife. She has now written two books about this and has a massive following because she lost her virginity at gunpoint in a hotel room to a man who was not going to give her back. And it uncovered so much. So we're at an age, and thank you for sharing that. I did not know that's where this was going to go. But just the truth, and I, I like what Tammy said too, the pain points that you even hold on that keeps you from personally growing and professionally being present. Yeah. So, Andrew, I don't want to run out of time, but I do want to uh, explain how, how, sum this up for me. So how does your empathy, now that you've got this skill, how does that translate to your business? Yeah, absolutely. So that shift of with that, that situation with my wife and learning about that experience helped me understand until you really know what someone else has been through, you have no right to try and lead them. You have no right to try and influence them. You have no right to try and persuade them. You don't know what they've been through. So for me, I just started to operate from a place of seek to understand where has this person been? What is their story? What have they been through? What are their problems and what are the pains associated to those problems? Okay, hang on, I don't mean to cut you off, God. I've got an amazing woman who just joined us in 30 seconds before our next, uh, our next uh, commercial break. But she is the millionaire mompreneur who's got four kids, who's got a lot of this story. We're getting excited to have one more female perspective in this crowd of amazing people. But right now, I need to run off to a break because I've got the most phenomenal sponsors right here on Forbes Factor. We focused on health, wealth, and happiness. Uh, today's show is in touching on all of those things, so you're not going to want to miss the last part of Forbes Factor. Don't go away. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It is. Uh, welcome to the Forbes Factor. I'm going to have to rename my show after my friend Brad Lee and call it Dropping Bombs. That's what it feels like we are doing. If you're, uh, if you're sharing with us on Facebook, you got all the behind the scenes. But right now we're back. Uh, Forbes Factor. And my guests include Mark and Tammy Kenny from Dallas, Texas. They are the real estate moguls, the think multifamily world. I've got Andrew McShay, who's just making everybody cry right now with a very passionate story about how he came to his business model of empathy. And joining us now with a major bomb is Jesse Bouton. And Jesse is a former race car driver who goes 300 plus miles an hour. And now she's the ultimate mompreneur. So Jesse, welcome to the family. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Now, speaking of family, you've got four little ones, yes? From the age of what to what? Yeah, every two years, eight, six, four, and two. And we're actually expecting number five this Christmas. So a little busy over here. <laughs> well, now, congratulations. Well, Mark and, and Tammy were both twins, which I think is fascinating. I've got a set of twins. All of yours were single, huh? Uh, yeah, and actually, they keep telling me I should be nervous because I'm pretty big. And once you're older in age, I'm 36, that multiples could just randomly appear at my next ultrasound. So I'll be calling you for tips. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Well, I got to say, it's been the best ride of my life. But wow. Um, did you want a big family? Always. I was an only child till I was 12. So you were seriously making up for it. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so Andrew doesn't have any babies yet. Any tips on the whole process? Uh, well, we were actually just joking and I'm going to give it away, but we were just joking that making babies is the fun part, which is why number five was a pregnancy. So just, you know, enjoy this time right now as you are looking forward to number one, because it's a beautiful ride in every sense of the way, but it's crazy once they're there. <laughs> well, now what's great about you is you're raising all these little ones and somehow you have managed not only to be a race car driver going more than 300 miles an hour, and I need to hear about that, but your whole movement about being this millionaire mompreneur. First of all, just how do you have time? Well, I'm very intentional and I'm very structured, right? Obviously, uh, as a mom of that many kids, you have to be. But I actually also own a brick and mortar business, a physical therapy clinic in my hometown that employs 15 people, and then my online uh, life and coaching business. So, you have a spin gym? Uh, listen, girlfriend, I wake up every morning at 4.30 and I was watching something with you earlier and I'm like, oh. I, I actually sit on the bike, right? My bike, when I'm doing my social media, that's how I get extra exercise in. But I could be sitting here like, I could have my hands down low, you would never know. There is so much more. I don't want to go there, but there is so much more to having sexy shoulders 
been doing this. Yes, I will tell you. By the way, you can be done with this in about three minutes. Get your heart pumping. And the best thing to do is while you're pregnant, if there's no stress on your body. So if you're just listening yeah, to me talking yeah. about my spin gym, especially with physical therapy, we will talk about that. Because I will tell you something, and this is going to come out publicly. I'm on a big TV show happening in September. Why I grew my business at a slower pace. People are like, how come I didn't hear about spin gym? And I will tell you, it's because I was raising two babies. And I don't have parents. And I don't have family. And at one point, my business was growing so fast that I actually said, let me step back a little bit because otherwise I'm going to miss my kids. I'd made 11, I made 48 trips to London from LA. It's an 11-hour plane flight. And I said, you know what? I'm never going to see my babies. And that's what I wanted. So I kind of stopped a little bit. So explain, you have a physical therapy business. What else do you do mompreneur-wise? Yeah. So I actually have a life and business coaching online business as well. And the beauty of what I love sharing right now is when I tell people I'm a mom of five and I have these two six and seven figure businesses, I only work 20 hours per week. And what it comes down to is, you know, a couple things. Number one, I'm super intentional and structured and I batch all of my content. So when I'm in my clinic with my office, we do our team meetings. I oversee, I'm in, I'm out, right? I have a great team. So that's the second half of it. I couldn't employ 15 people and not just be a boss, but an actual part of our team if it wasn't giving them, you know, creative opportunity as well as leadership, etc. Uh, inside okay, so the business. One big number one question, Andrew, and you guys, Mark and Timmy, you can join in. How did you identify? That's been the biggest bailiwick for me is finding the people to enroll into my team, keeping them inspired and keeping them motivated. What would you look for and what advice could you give me? Yeah, um, there's a two-part thing to that, actually, I, I believe in. It's number one, you got to trust your gut to employ them, but then you also have to cut your trust your gut, excuse me, to bounce them. You know immediately if it's going to work or it's not. And if there's that gut instinct, I don't care how much you love them as a person, do both of yourselves that favor and let them loose. The second half of that is I truly believe in never leading with what you get, right? The salary per se and so on. I believe in something I say all the time is passion is what drives me and freedom is what fuels me. And so I lean into them, the culture of what we have inside either one of my businesses. And if they are all in on just learning the culture, then I'm happy to share with them, you know, what some of the other things are that they can expect but I have to see excitement and motivation and inspiration around that first before we can even take that next step. Mark and Tammy, what's your thought on enrolling people into your world? That would be what you just said, Jesse, is the, the culture. Um, they've got to be a really good fit for our culture first, our value system. Um, I think multifamily is based on family values. So if they're not a good fit for that, it really doesn't matter what they know. We even have a, a coaching program. People pay us, and we're people that we don't let come into our into our community because, and they're going to pay us, not reverse. And we don't let them come in because they're culturally they don't fit. You can't you can't train somebody to have good character and, and integrity. You can train the skills, but mm-hmm. they've got to have that coming in, or they they don't. They can't. Andrew, Andrew what's your take on all this? Do you yeah, you're going to hear a little of the same. I've always used the term character over competence. Not no competence, but character over competence because you can train skill sets. You can't train values to somebody who's in their mid-20s or more. Um, and you have it on your, your website, Forbes. You say it quite a bit that you are the sum of the obstacles you overcome. So when I'm interviewing people, I'm looking for people that have had obstacles in their life and they weren't removed and they had to overcome them. That well, I love that. Yeah, I really look for that, that they're able to persevere because it's going to be challenging starting a new career or joining a new team. Jesse, you know, I, I just gave a little speech and we've got about eight minutes left in our entire show. And I went right after a gentleman who said, you know, I really think that women should be paid as much as men. And I thought, can we just stop that conversation for a second? I don't really care what men are paid. I don't think it's a, a gender thing. But as a successful woman, what advice would you give to all my girls out there? This, I am so excited about this question because I'm a super passionate, you know, female out there who wants equal rights, blah, blah, blah. However, and I say blah, 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 because I'm with you. Like, shut the front door on that conversation already. Um, I employ equally men and women in my physical therapy clinic. And we actually had a, one of these ladies come to me and say that she didn't think she was being paid enough. And it's not fair to share all of that. But anyways, I said, you're being paid more. 
you're being paid more. And she was like, oh, and I said, it's not about female or male ever here. It's about experience. It's about education. It's about what you bring to the table. It's the extra. Plain and simple, you should never be worried about your competency if you are not worried first about what you are bringing to the table as an employee. That's it. Go above and beyond. Stop expecting things and just give and you will receive if you're in the right place. And if not, then bounce and find someplace else who respects you and appreciates you. I love it. But you've also created your own world. Do you have a role model for that? I'm sorry? You're a role model for the world that you've created as the owner? Um, I'm not sure I'm following you, Forbes. I'm sorry. Well, you know, you just talked about employees. So I don't have, I don't seem to have many role models. My mom was a stay at home mom. I, um, I know a couple of successful women, but none kind of like what I'm doing where you just write your own rules all the time and you make your own coaching programs, you make your own businesses. You're out there fighting the good fight and still trying to be a girl at the same time. Do you have a role model? Uh, fantastic question. I'm sorry. I was not following you. Uh, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> just being really honest because I, I mean, I could tell you people I look up to and respect, but the grand scheme of it is, is God is who told me who to be and without his uh, assistance in opening my eyes to all of the greatness that I had inside me when I never believed it, understood it, trusted it, and had to overcome a great depression. Wait, 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 wait. How do you know it's a him? Uh, sometimes I call him a her. It honestly depends. <laughs> <laughs> I just love to push buttons. I just go, you know. So, Andrew, you are smiling at that one. I just, I saw it coming. I could see it. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Andrew, talk to me about a role model in your life. Who did you help model what your success after, or did you create your own? You know, it's funny. I didn't even realize it until a few years ago. My grandfather, incredible businessman, incredible entrepreneur. He actually lost everything, unfortunately, in a bad business deal and had a stroke and had a, a bad ending to his life. But I saw that. And I always had this thing inside me. And my mom at one point said, you're just like your grandfather. And I didn't even oh, really know that. Yeah. Uh, Martin Tammy. Uh, unfortunately, nobody in business, but from a personal standpoint, my mom, from character, integrity, you never lie. I mean, my, I tell a story short, but my, my mom turned my sister in at high school because she did something wrong. And my sister got kicked out of high school forever. Um, you didn't mess around in the household. If you did something wrong, you're going to own up to it. And I, I grew up that way you don't cheat even no one's looking doesn't matter you're still cheating oh so. I love that yeah you know I had a story of one of my best friends and it was and I used to ask people this I said if there was $25,000 sitting in a bag on the ground nobody around paper bag you can't you can never return it no one will ever know it would you what would you do would you take it or not and I would have enough time to ask all of you but most people were like oh wow would I get caught should I get my best friend said I'm turning it in because it, he says it's just not mine I had a little different interpretation, which gets, you know, I was like, hmm, if nobody knew, the person you want to be in business with, the one who said, look, it's just not mine. I don't take it. I thought, isn't that interesting? I have a feeling your mom would have turned it in. No questions asked. Oh, no, no, And probably put some more in it. Oh, wow. I love her. Miss Tammy, role model for being an amazing woman. Um, Joyce Myers is the role model I would choose. Just she's overcome so many obstacles in her life and she's just a strong, confident woman who just leads with integrity and she's not ashamed to say what she thinks, which I love direct people. So um, she's a role model for me. Jared, role model for you. So before I get to the role model, I want to go back to what you said. Not and as a woman. Thing, <laughs> no, not that one, but the fact that the question with the money in the bag, the thing is, is that that's a trick question because there is somebody that knows that took the money if they did. And that's you. Awesome. So you have to be willing to live with the decisions that you make. Oh. regardless of what anybody else says. And that's how you live the best life, in my opinion, is to say, hey, you know, it doesn't matter what happens on the outside world. Who do I want to become? Who do I want to oh. you know, face when I'm looking at the man upstairs and it's like, hey, I, do, I live my best life or, or I was doing petty crimes so that I got away with it, you know? So, or, the uh, woman, or the woman upstairs. Or woman. Or the woman, or woman. Or the woman upstairs. Like, now we're at this big controversial <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, at one of my meetings, I said, you know what, the whole thing is I used to call universe and I manifest things in God. And I find this, let's just call it Susan. And I had somebody leave because they got very offended. I said, see, I can't be in business with somebody who cares if I call God Susan because don't make, it's just my belief and a beliefs are all your own. But anyway, I appreciate you guys letting me poke holes at things because if we all just acquiesce to everything, life is very boring and we live in a very monotone society of lemmings and I just can't stand that. Agreed. Cool. 
Uh, we got four minutes left. I'm going to go round robin here. One thought that you would like my audience to leave with for the week, something you're thinking about, Jess, you're going to hang on to because you're super intentional. Andrew, we're going to start with you. So one thought I want to leave you for the week, I believe it's what you say and your, your, you say it quite a bit, the obstacles, you know, you are some of the obstacles you overcome. I love that quote. I've always said that if you fear something, do it. It's because overcoming that fear, overcoming that obstacle is what will create pride and happiness in your life. And I'm a big fan of life happens for you, not to you. Bad things will happen to each one of us. It's how you deal with it that makes you the person that you are. Mm-hmm. So expect bad things because they're coming. I know that sounds terrible, but you've got to not go, why me? Why not me? Mark, yours. I would say don't conform to your reality. Keep your dreams out there and, and take action to meet them. Oh, I like that. All right, Miss, Miss Tammy. Um, I say if you're afraid of going out there and doing something, speaking on stage, going to networking events, people don't necessarily care what you know. They want to know you. We used to be afraid of going to events and networking per se just because we didn't know the lingo. We didn't know what was expected. I was just a stay-at-home mom. But you can overcome that. Just say what you know about yourself. Ask them questions about them. And then you can go out and um, just network and get to know people because everything is all about relationships and connecting. Well, actually, I'm very glad that we reconnected. I'm very passionate about uh, Carl. Grace came down to my training. I've, actually, we're going to head up to Seattle to do one because I love the people up there. So thank you for that. Mr. Jarrett, thought for the week. I say uh, when, anytime you're getting ready to do something, take a moment to look at the floor and the ceiling. And you often realize that you can go infinitely high and the floor is just right there. You can't get any broker than broke, but the sky's the limit. Dude, you learned something. And Miss Jessie, Miss Intentional Mama. Um, I like to tell people all the time that you are always just one decision away from a totally different life. Your mindset either empowers you or limits you. So you have to decide to use your power to pursue more of whatever it is that you desire instead of restrain it. You are such an amazing mom. I cannot believe you're pregnant with your fifth kid. I'm just so inspired by you. Actually, the whole entire team, I'm loving today's show. It's been a little stressful coming home and seeing massive amounts of inventory. I'm going to show you if you guys can see my, um, that is my skincare, my warehouse clothes. And I now have about $200,000 worth of inventory sitting in my space. I need to move. So I'll ask if any of you would like some Forbes Flawless, I'll make you an amazing deal on product. Literally, you pay the price of shipping and I will send stock to you because uh, we need to move this. I know, kind of a fire sale. So reach out to me. Uh, and as everybody knows, Forbes Riley at Gmail, if you want to email me a question about the show, about being on the show, uh, any of our guests, I want to thank you all very much. This is, uh, it's been an amazing road. Uh, I'm so excited. I've got two more years left of high school and Jesse girl, not doing it again. <laughs> I'm so excited and look, look out because uh, Forbes Factor is coming up September 27th at www.forbesfactorlives.com. And then for me, uh, this is that year. I've planted a lot of seeds. And the funny thing is it takes five years for a bamboo tree to get pop its little head out, five years of watering it. So listen to podcasts, stay connected, find mentors, invest in yourself and love people more. And I think Jesse said it, give more than you get. You will get more than you ever imagined. It's my life's motto. Uh, Guys, I'll see you again next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.